The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick It's your Monday, August 3rd edition. Have eight games on tap for you. Hopefully, you have a great weekend and ready to get back at it again. As usual, be careful out there. As um, we've seen from day to day, the slates keep changing. So uh, have your plans in place. If you have some season-long questions, bench with Bubba last night with uh, Toby, Bat Flip Crazy, episode 46. We went over some strategy as best you can in this scenario, uh, closer situation, and much, much more. You can check out Bench with Bubba and the MLB DFS Quick, Hit, Quick Hits on the MLB Roto Baller Radio Network. So go check all that out. And on the Roto Baller YouTube channel, you can also get the feed on Periscope. I'm on Twitter at BDN Trick with any questions you have. Hit us up there, Fantasy Sports Degens, all the good stuff. But let's get into this eight game slate and get you in and out as quick as possible. We have six of the eight totals right now. We're still waiting on totals for Pittsburgh, Minnesota, as Lewis Thorpe looks like he'll be making his debut or return to the rotation for a start there. And then um, Royals-Cubs waiting on that one because the wind is a it's a weather game in Wrigley, wind blowing in hard, 16 miles an hour from left field on that one. And then White Sox-Brewers waiting on a total there as well. The ones we do have, Phillies at Yankees, total of nine, Mets-Braves, seven and a half, Giants-Rockies, 13, Dodgers-Padres, eight, and A's-Mariners, eight and a half. So you got that to look forward to. On this eight-game slate we have here, and the pitching is uh, not too bad. Not too bad. we got some fun ones here. We'll get right at it. You have three guys over 10K. you got DeGrom at 11.6, Cole at 11,000, Bueller at 10.3. If I'm going up top here, I'm going Garrett Cole. I said it time and time again. It seems like Cole and DeGrom are on every slate together. I've gone Cole's route every time because usually he's cheaper, and just that upside's bigger at home against a Phillies team. And you don't want to use um, the situation against players, but uh, a Phillies team has had to sit at home in a hotel room for a week. Finally got to start practicing Saturday and Sunday. They they're traveling to the to the, the Bronx. Give me Garrett Cole at eleven thousand. I think there's tons of upside there. Big strikeout upside. So a guy you can definitely target in that matchup uh, against a, a Phillies team that's been sitting for a week and, and is likely going to be a little rusty at the plate. Uh, Degrom's fine at Atlanta if you want to go there at eleven six. Definitely can come into play. The thing with Degrom, just make sure he's uh, loose and stretched out. He went eighty eight pitches his last time out after seventy two the previous start. So he should be able to rock and only really played Atlanta in his debut. Five innings, eight Ks for 26 points. So DeGrom's okay at 11-6. No doubt about that. But give me Cole at 11,000 in that matchup. And Bueller, I'm just not confident he's stretched out enough yet. He's 
in a really good spot. He only went three and two thirds for 56 pitches his last time. So that, that price point's not quite there. So give me cold 11,000 if you're paying up. Now we go to save some cash. We'll drop down to Alec Mills at 8,000 at home against Kansas City. The wind blowing in is an even bigger plus in this matchup, but uh, facing a Kansas City offense that ain't great, folks. Uh, Mills went six innings, two earned, three Ks for 17 points in Cincinnati and Great American Small Park. Again, now he goes home in a very, very pitcher friendly environment with that wind blowing in at Wrigley. You have a. Um, a Royals team where um, last year lefties hit 362, righties 245 versus Mills. The Royals hit 313 versus right-handed pitching last year, struck out almost 23% of the time. First right-handed pitching, um, you know, no Dozier still in that lineup. Uh, Whitmerfield's on fire, but other than that, uh, you got Solaire and some others that are hit and miss. But uh, a very a good lineup to attack with pitching with Alec Mills. So give me Mills at 8000 a nice po- uh, price point in that one. Chris Paddock, 76. Yes, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers. Very, very good team. Don't have to explain that one to you very much. But uh, Paddock's been pretty darn good. You know, he should have had a win in San Francisco. Got you 16 points. 23 points against the D-backs. He's uh, continued to get it going. He, 89 pitches last time out. So he should be fully ramped up. Facing a Dodgers team that might not have Mookie Betts, that's a big plus for those keeping track at home. That'll really help things out. Sure, they have tons of other options. There. There's no hiding how good that Dodgers offense can be. But uh, you throw a guy... Like bets out of the mix. Lefty's two ninety two, righty's two forty four versus Paddock last year, and he's he's priced down to seventy six hundred because of that matchup with the Dodgers. He's getting quite the discount. Uh, if this was any other slate, he'd be priced up at least a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars more, most likely. So take that discount with Paddock, seventy six hundred bucks, very very much in play for you tonight. Frankie Montas seventy two hundred at the Seattle Mariners. Uh, good look here from Frankie. He hasn't been as dominant this year, but he's been you know eighty one pitches, seventy seven pitches. So he hasn't been stretched out a ton. I don't know what they're doing. In that scenario, he's been five innings, two earned, four innings, one earned. Uh, he hasn't pitched horrible. This hasn't let him go, and he was stretched out going into the season. So once they let him go, it'll be tremendous. There's no hiding that at all. And he's facing a uh, Seattle team with swinging good bats, but there's also a lot of swing and miss. We saw Chris Bassett absolutely deal on Sunday. Frankie Montas, better than Chris Bassett. Let's just be simple about that. Last year, lefties hit 284, righties 269 versus Montas, a very uh, pretty righty-heavy lineup for the Seattle Mariners and a, a team that last year struck out 26% of the time versus righties. And again, we saw Bassett throw really well, five and two thirds, very strong innings for a very productive day. So Montas at 72, all aboard that train again. So if you don't want to pay up for Cole, you got Mills, you got Paddock, you got Montas. And if you got one more GPP play here for you, Carlos Rodon at 7,000 at the Milwaukee Brewers, another team that's been kind of sitting around. They didn't have a whole week off like Philly, but they sat in their hotel rooms in Chicago and were just waiting and waiting. And they finally Got out of town. They're in Milwaukee, and uh, you get Carlos Rodon. He threw 71 pitches in his uh, first start, five earned, three and two-thirds, four Ks. That's not great, but the velocity was great. The pitch mix was really good. Just a couple of um, banana pills found him along the way. So keep Rodon in mind at 7K in your GPPs versus Milwaukee, a team that's been uh, slowing down quite a bit. And I got no uh, no low cane for the rest of the year. Ryan Bronze to the IL, so two right-handed bats that do very, very well versus lefties. Uh, lefties at 184, righties 336 off Rodon in the past. So now you're going to have to see how they're going to replace those guys. Ben Gamble's a lefty, so you have the lefty-lefty matchup there. A couple things are going in Rodon's favor. So on GPPs at 7,000, I don't hate Rodon at all. So recapping the pitch- pitchers I am targeting tonight, Garrett Cole at 11,000. You could go to DeGrom if you want, but I'll take the savings and go Cole's route. And then there's just this middle 7 to 8K range. Alec Mills, very strong matchup versus the Royals at home with that win howling in from left field. That's a big plus there. For Mills, you got Chris Paddock discounted against uh, the Dodgers. Maybe no Mookie Betts. Good play for you there. Frankie Montas, just let him go deep. He's going to be money versus Seattle at 72. 
And then you got Rodon at 7,000. So definitely stuff to uh, take a look at there when it comes to the pitching landscape on this slate. All right, let's go to the bats. Eight gamer, and we got Coors in play. So have some fun with this one. Like Tyler Heineman, catcher for the Giants, 5200 bucks against Chichi Gonzalez. Ooh, baby, not going to happen. Not at that price. And he's actually been pretty good. He's actually been playing pretty well, but not at that price point. We'll be passing on that. We'll save some cash. Uh, the Yankees will be a very strong play against Philadelphia tonight in the Bronx against Arietta. Uh, Gary Sanchez at 48 is very much alive if you're paying up. That's not a bad one to pay up for at all. That wind is blowing in from left. I still don't mind Wilson Contreras at 45 versus Danny Duffy. When you look at uh, Duffy in the past, the uh, right-handed bats have done very, very well versus Duffy. Last year, he had reverse splits. Lefty's 334, righty's 314. But a Cubs team that's, uh, you know, had a 323 uh, Woba and 186 ice overs lefties last year. Wind blowing in still hurts a little bit. Contreras is not bad, but also Mitch Garver at 44 at home against Derek Holland. That's one you can definitely jump on. The Twins, another great spot tonight against uh, the Dutch Oven there. Lefty's 237, righty's 400 versus Derek Holland. The Twins had a 353 woe and a 219 ISO versus righties. Mitch Garver's been leading off a lot versus lefties lately. So that's a big, big plus there for Mitch Garver at 4,400. Could give you a little differentiation from the Sanchez's and the Contreras's of the world if you're paying up top. Now, if you're going to save some cash, you can slide on down to uh, some cheaper options as usual on the slate. Like a James McCann versus lefty Brett Anderson at 37. McCann. He uh, hits lefties extremely well. He's played three games this year, 6-14-24, all versus lefties. So McCann at 37 uh, gives you some salary relief at the position with some serious upside in that matchup versus Brian Anderson, who's going to be making it – or Brian Anderson, who will be making his debut in this uh, matchup tonight. Um, Other than that, we're looking at value like an Austin Nola at 28 if you need to punt versus Montas. You can definitely go that direction. Um, other than that, I've checked lineups. There will be a few that pop up here and there, but nothing that stands out as must plays right now. So you might have to pay up a little bit of catcher tonight to make it work. First base position now, it gets a little different. Um, you know, Max Muncy versus Paddock and GPP. I can see the appeal there, but I'll probably pass. You've got guys like Wilmer Flores and Coors. Brandon Belts and Coors, probably batting cleanup against Chichi Gonzalez at 48 is not a bad play at all. Uh, the Giants are actually, I, I was talking to some guys last night, I think they'll go low owned tonight. We see it time and time again in Coors. Usually the, the road team is lower owned, but but especially I've seen it in the past, the Giants, because they're that bad. People consider them that bad still in Coors. And sometimes it works out that way, but it is Coors Field. So Belt at 48 is a is a look for you. Ryan McMahon only 47 against Cueto. First base, second base eligible is good. Uh, Big Miggy, Miggy Sano, 47. The, again, the Twins in a really great spot. Miggy's on 0, 28, 0, 0, 7, 0, 2. So it's all or nothing with Miggy, but he, he double-donged on uh, over the weekend. So keep Miggy in mind at 47 in your GPPs. Uh, Daniel Murphy at 45 versus Cueto is worth a look. I'd rather go to McMahon at 47 if I'm going Colorado versus Cueto, but they're both in play for you. If you're saving some cash at the position, Jose Abreu, we talked about how he's hit lefties in his career very, very well. He's 4,200 versus Anderson. So that's a strong spot. Uh, Luke Voigt at 4K versus Arietta. Voigt um, went deep yesterday and uh, he went deep. He's, he's homered in two of his last four games, eight or more points in three of his last – or four of his last five games. He's homered in three of his last five games. He's $4,000 versus Arietta. I think it's a very strong, cheaper piece of the Yankees' action if you're looking to target Arietta. Again, Yankees and Twins will be quite popular tonight, and I think that um, getting a piece of, of Void at 4K is a nice cheaper option in that situation. Few others to poke at when you're looking for some value on this slate. Um, going on down like a Jed Jericho versus Rodon. If you need some value at 3K's first base, third base eligible, he's in play. Ryan O'Hearn at 2, 2,900 versus Mills. 
He could be another cheapie if you need to go there. Edwin Rios, keep an eye on that. He's first base, third base. He's 2,600 if he cracks the lineup. So another cheap option for you. We know when Rios plays, Rios goes deep. That's just the way that things work. Uh, second base position now, Keston here at 53, very strong play if you're paying up. And he'll go pretty much low-owned because Milwaukee won't be one of the focuses on tonight's slate. So here at 53, not a must, but he's interesting. Uh, Donovan Solano at 5K, he's just hitting everything, hitting towards the top of that, that Giants lineup. He's a one that could be worth paying up for. Uh, Ryan McMahon at 47, talked about him already. He's a very strong play in that matchup versus Danny Cueto. DJ LeMay hit only 41 versus Arietta, leading off for the Yanks. Another nice piece of that Yankees action. Uh, but looking below 4K now, you can find a few spots down here. Like a Robbie Cano at 36 is okay, but like David Boat, second base, third base, eligible at 35. He let off on Sunday. Usually gets to play versus lefties. He could be some savings for you tonight. And then um, there wasn't a ton else at the position tonight that you could really run to. Nico Horner at 3K, second base shortstop. He'll likely get the start versus the lefty Duffy. Uh, Chad Pinder at 29 versus uh, Justice Sheffield as well. Second base alpha, we like to target Pinder versus lefties. So 2,900 is a, is not a bad look for you there as well in this matchup. So it'll be interesting tonight with uh, not a ton of value across the bats to see how this all plays out. But uh, third base position, Arenado versus Cueto at 55 is very, very strong. I mentioned Donovan Solano at 5K. Longoria at 49, he went deep on Sunday. He could be a, a lower-owned option as well. Hitting in the middle of that Giants lineup that people just kind of ignore for the most part uh, tonight. Juan Moncada switch hitting versus Anderson at 44. I love the White Sox pretty much night in and night out. It sucks not having Tim Anderson, but you get a lot of value with the White Sox bats in this matchup in Milwaukee against Anderson. 4,400, don't uh, hate on that at all. Kyle Seager, if you want to fade Montas at 4K, his price tag's gone up, but he's not horrible. Gio Urshela, another cheap Yankee. He's $4,000. Had a nice uh, Sunday night. He's gone over 13 or more points in three straight games, 13, 27, and 17. He had a heck of a weekend versus the Bo Sox. Now he goes home against the uh, an Arietta group that you can definitely beat up on. So your Shilla at 4K, a nice cheapy in that Yankees action. Uh, sliding on down below 4,000. mentioned David Boat at 35. You can go that route. Uh, Colin Moran's 34. It's lefty-lefty, but Thorpe shouldn't go too long for the Twins, so you can get some value there with Moran if you want to go against the Twins' bullpen, which is a pretty strong bullpen, so don't go running just to play it in that scenario. Edwin Rios at 26 is another uh, value for you. Again, first base, third base, eligible. Shortstop position, you got Trevor Story and Coors at 59. That's obviously a great play. You don't need to listen to this show for that. But uh, some other ones to look at, like Javi Baez. Yes, the wind's blowing in, but 4,800 versus Duffy is attractive. In his matchup, Brandon Crawford at 44. If you're going uh, Giants stack, that's in play. Glaber Torres only 43 versus Arietta, another cheap piece of the Yanks. Uh, he got banged up over the weekend on a hit-by-pitch. Uh, he went over the last two nights. So keep an eye on, on Glaber. He didn't do much over the weekend. He's 4,300. A little bit of savings, but uh, maybe he's still a little banged up. You got Jorge Polanco, only 4K switch hitting versus Derek Holland. Nice price point uh, for some Twins action. In that one, J.P. Crawford, if you're phasing Montas at 36, Crawford just continues to get on base time and time again. So he's worth a look. Uh, Cole Tucker for Pittsburgh, outfield shortstop, if you want some savings at 31. If you want a GPP play versus Cole, we know Cole can deal, but he'll give up some, some home runs from time to time. Didi Gregorio is returning to the Bronx at 3,200. Is not a horrible one in that matchup for some savings. I mentioned Nico Horner earlier at 3K. Not much else at the position. It's not a bunch of punt punts like we're used to. Then you get to the outfield, and it's pretty simple. I guess Stremski and Coors at 59 is a steep price point, but it's a very nice price point. Uh, Stanton versus Arietta at 58 solid as well. Blackman at 57. I like Blackman a lot tonight versus Cueto. Some of the definitely lock into some lineups 
a David Dahl leading off at 53 as well. But like Alex Dickerson and Coors at 52. Giants are priced up way higher than people like, but they're in a great spot versus Chi Chi Gonzalez. Very, very good spot versus Chi Chi. So don't just ignore that one. Aaron Judge finally getting priced up. He's been getting such a discount. 5,100, though. He double donged on Sunday. He's having a monster stretch here. Now he's healthy. 5,100. Great play versus Arietta in that matchup. Now, if you want to save some cash, you can go down even farther. Like Nelson Cruz at 45 is too cheap versus Derek Hall. We love Cruz versus a lefty. Cruz versus a lefty at 50 or 4,500 is way too cheap. So lock in Nelson Cruz tonight in your lineups. You got uh, Avisil Garcia versus the lefty at 44. Aaron Hicks only 44. Hicks is slumping big time, but uh, still hitting in the middle of that Yankees lineup in a great matchup tonight. Get off the schneid, Mr. Hicks. Uh, a few others, Trent Grisham. I love Bueller, but uh, he's not going to go deep, and you're going to get that Dodgers bullpen that's been not as great as anticipated. So Grisham at 42 could give you some nice savings on tonight's action. A few others to poke at. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon's back. He's 41 if you want to fade him against Cole. It's very risky, though. Eloy Jimenez at 4K versus Anderson is a very strong play for us. But Lou Bob, Lou Bob's 39, had a big weekend. He is 3900 bucks versus Anderson, leading off most likely. That is a very, very strong play at 3900 few others, uh, if Matt Kemp cracks the lineup, he homered twice over the week, and he's 38. He usually just plays for his lefties, but he played on Sunday versus a righty and bad at seventh, still went deep. He's 38 if you want some cooler savings in that matchup. Uh, Brett Gardner's been horrible, but he's 38 if you need a, a discount to Yankee. Kyle Lewis at 37 continues to just rake his hit streak. He's hitting every game this year. He went deep again on Sunday. So 37 for uh, Kyle Lewis is someone to keep an eye on. Stephen Piscotti at 36, mashes lefties, hit him really well last season. He's 3,600. First Justice Sheffield, someone to keep in mind there. And other than that, just kind of check lineups as they come out. Get some discounts like Franchi Cordero's 32. He hasn't been great, but he's a discount. Jay Bruce at 32. If you want a cheapy GPP play versus Cole, he can be an option for you. Uh, Tim Lopes at 31. Uh, Robbie Grossman at 31 is another one versus Sheffield. You can get a discount with. Byron Buxton's been bad, but he's 3K versus Holland. If you're looking for some savings, uh, mentioned Chad Pender at 29. Adam Ingles, 28 versus Anderson. He can give you some savings as well. So a little bit of savings in the outfield position. And one I forgot to mention at second base, I believe he was 3K when I was looking earlier last night. Where did you go, buddy Oh, pal Oh, he's 2,800. If you want some savings at second base, like in cash games, just lock him in. If you want him in GPPs, go for it too. Nick Madrigal, 2,800 bucks. Not the biggest of power guys, more of a batting average guy. He hit four knocks on uh, Sunday. Should have a nice night for you against Anderson. So some value there with Madrigal. All right, recapping your pitching on this eight-gamer. Garrett Cole up top at 11,000 is where I'm going. DeGrom's okay at 11.6, but give me uh, Cole at 11,000. But I'm going to be living in that 7 to 8K range. You got Mills, good matchup versus Kansas City. Wind blowing in from left, lots to like there at 8,000. Paddock at 76, very strong as well versus the Dodgers. Uh, Montas at 72, if they just let him go deep, you're golden there. And then Carlos Rodon at 7,000. Versus Milwaukee, a nice GPP type play. But my main targets, Mills, Paddock, Montas, either pairing them together or pairing them up with uh, Garrett Cole would be where I'm going on this one. All right, quick addition. I mentioned eight games, main targets here. If you're looking to stack it up, uh, very simple stacking situations for me. When I'm looking at it, I love the Yankees versus Philadelphia. I think that's a great pivot off of Coors. I think it's going to be a very popular play still. So keep that in mind. Uh, White Sox versus uh, Brett Anderson and the Brew Crew. I'm all over that with the White Sox. Just keep playing them time and time again. Uh, Minnesota versus Derek Holland. Uh, love that one a lot as well. And he, like White Sox and Twins, some very affordable players there compared to Yankees. And Yankees got some affordable ones too. So it'll be interesting to see how the ownership splits up in those. You could go with some Cubs versus Duffy. Just remember the wind's blowing in there. 
Obviously, you got Coors. The Rockies versus Cueto are strong, but the Giants will go low on because they're priced up versus Chichi Gonzalez, so don't sleep on the Gigantes. And then other than that, um, the A's versus Justice Sheffield could very much be in play. With the A's have just been really bad so far. It could be a nice little late-night hammer. But Yankees, White Sox, Twins um, are, are my main focuses outside of Coors tonight if you need to stack them up. But all right, everybody, that'll do it. Quick hits, Monday edition in the books. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDintrick. Hit me up there. I'll be in the uh, FS uh, Fantasy Sports DGEN Slack chat and the Rotoballer Premium Slack chat in and out throughout the day. Don't forget to check this out on YouTube at Rotoballer's YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe, rate, review there. And on any podcast platform you have, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes would be much appreciated. But I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quickets, your Monday, August 3rd edition. I'm out.